Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes today. Today, I am joined by the lovely Amber Romaniak. And Amber, if you don't know, is an emotional eating and digestive and hormone expert who helps professional women achieve optimal health through mindful eating, self-care, and overcoming self-sabotage with food. Her podcast, The No Sugar Coating Podcast, has a million downloads. Welcome to the show, Amber. Thank you so much for having me, Emma. I'm so excited to be with you today. I'm so excited to talk all things hormones and health for you today because this is like, I love talking about this. So I'm super excited to bring it to all our lovely listeners today. But before we dive into all of that goodness, one question I love to ask every guest who comes on the podcast is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? And would you class yourself as spiritual? Yeah, I would definitely. And my spiritual awakening happened as I went through a deep self-sabotaging like experience with food in my body through binge eating, binging and purging, right? Just complete loss of control with food and dieting and hating my body. And so as I healed, I really started to wake up and connect with my intuition, my higher self, which was scary. And then I wanted to shut it all down with food again. Um, and then I realized how intuitive and, um, you know, being an empath and just being really sensitive were. And I was like, wow, like I'm this soul that came to this planet to have this human experience and help assist all these other women. And it just, right. Like it just unfolded, I'd say from 25 onward. And then I'd say in the last couple of years, just a, awakening on an even deeper level to like really the, the reason that I'm here. So it's, it's been such a gift really. And it's interesting because so many people awaken or have these kind of big life truck moments in their life in so many different ways. And it's amazing to hear 
Um, I guess the story, which isn't, you know, it's a little bit different in terms of food has been the cause of that. And it's interesting how that's then led to your purpose and led to what you help people with now. And mine's very similar. Obviously, mine was very mental health focused. Mm-hmm. But the law of attraction found me. And now that's what I obviously teach. So it's interesting how our purpose can actually really find us through those really defining moments. And yeah. at the time you think, how on earth would that relate or how on earth would I teach about that or maybe not even thinking about that in the slightest Mm. Um, but it's interesting like I hear so many people tell me all different answers to that question and it's really interesting how they awaken in such quite a unique way and unique to them of course but actually it really weaves the path for their purpose which I think is really really interesting so um let's talk about the good stuff then let's talk about all your amazing work so what is emotional eating and how does this impact our mindset and frequency Mm-hmm. Yeah. So emotionally eating to me is any reason for eating other than physical nourishment. And so physical nourishment are things like your stomach is growling. You, you get a hunger signal. And if you're not, that could be hormonally related. Um, you know, you're, you haven't eaten for a few hours, but you just, you know, that it's time to nourish and you're nourishing for your well being, for energy, vitality, right? It can be enjoyment too, but it's, it's different to enjoy a nourishing meal versus like, I need to eat to numb. Mm-hmm. And, you know, emotional eating, some common triggers would be things like not knowing how to process negative emotions, overwhelm, fear, worry, anxiety, negative interactions with others, being an empath and taking on everyone else's stuff and then feeling like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders and you don't know how to deal with it. Fatigue, you know, can really fuel appetite levels. Hormone imbalances can fuel emotional eating, um, mindless eating, eating while you're working. And the reason I call that emotional eating is because usually what's driving the need to not pause and take some time for yourself is unworthiness. I'm not good enough. I need people, please. I need to be perfect. I have to, I don't want anyone to be upset if I don't get this thing done. So I'm going to just throw myself under the bus and keep appeasing everyone else. And then that triggers more overwhelm and, you know, all those kinds of things. So that's really what emotional eating is. And there's different levels of it, right? Because some people will have an emotional eating trigger, come up and eat three pieces of chocolate. Some people will have emotional eating, come up and eat a whole pint of ice cream. And then some will go full blown binge eating and completely lose control and eat until they're so full, they're sick. Right. So there's this whole spectrum. And then food addiction to me is really around like the obsession and this deep, like you're always thinking about it, whether you're planning to control your diets and your macros and your meals and like obsessing about that, or you're completely obsessing and thinking about all the foods you're not allowing yourself to have. And then you go and lose control with them. And it's really just this complete loss of control. And, um, the way that it impacts our frequency, I find it, which keeps fueling the behavior is obviously any kind of self-sabotage is we're in really low frequencies when we're in self-sabotaging behaviors. And so when we emotionally eat, number one, we're snuffing our intuition, we're hurting our body. So we're going to drop our frequency based off of potentially the low frequency foods that we're eating, um, the negative emotions associated with it. And then the, the way it's physically hurting our body and, you know, energetically hurting our energetic and spiritual body. And so I find after we emotionally eat, then there's inflammation, which is a great way to lower your frequency and suppress your dopamine levels, which is one of your mood boosting hormones. Um, And then we feel guilt, we feel shame, we feel embarrassed after we do it anger. And these are some of the most dense, low vibration emotions you can feel. 
And then once you're down there, I often find what happens for a lot of my clients is they're like, well, what's the point? I did it another day. I'm just going to do it again because they're seeking that big pleasure, that dopamine hit, not realizing it's not going to raise their frequency. So I find then we kind of get stuck down there and it can feel like heavy and a bit overwhelming to get out of it. That being said, it's one of the most fulfilling journeys to go on to deal with it and raise yourself up because once you do like life changes in so many miraculous ways. It really does. And it's so true because I think definitely along my healing journey um, for a bit of back context, my hormones were the hugest part of that. And I was so focused on like this spiritual healing and like, you know, meditation, past lives, all that great stuff. But then Mm. I wasn't realizing that actually like our bodies store trauma and actually like my body was having a physical reaction to the stress, to the burnout, to the overwhelm, Mm. to the trauma that I was suppressing and the emotions I was suppressing so I had body dysmorphia um, throughout my teenage years and young adult years and then I feel like absolutely even when you've just um, explained emotional eating I'm like oh my god when I've had a stressful day I'm like cheesy pizza cheese carbs give me everything Um, so I think we all do it and mindlessly so Mm -hmm. so commonly without even realizing that's what it is even though we know we want those comforts when a day's been hard but I think it really like came to my forefront of my awareness um, when I had hyperlactin so I had this huge hormonal problem for years um, um, a couple of years ago and I had cystic chronic acne all over my face and the doctors were like just go on the pill the pill the pill the pill and I was like yeah okay I'm over that this is clearly not working um, and nobody would even just do a blood test on me so here in the UK under the NHS I got misdiagnosed for years because they were just like you just need to go on the pill that's all it's going to solve you every issue you have Emma I hear you. And it's no different here. The pill is like the bandaid quick fix for everything that doesn't work And the same with the testing. Like a lot, they just look at you and go, you don't need that. You're fine. Like you're too young to have hormone imbalances. And I'm like, I've seen women from 20 to 80, like have hormone imbalances. Like there's no age. Age doesn't mean anything with hormone issues. Right. No. And like, we're never taught about these things either. And like, I had no idea what hormones were being impacted or what on earth could be, you know, impacting that. And it was only from working with a naturopathic doctor and learning about like menstrual cycles, hormones that I thought, okay, it could be PCOS. Obviously I didn't have the blood work to confirm that. So I luckily, I then went private and met an incredible Mm -hmm. gynecologist who instantly took one look at me and he was like, you should have been in my office three years ago. Like, this is serious Mm -hmm. so he was amazing and he got so many tests for me done straight away referred me back to the NHS so I didn't have to pay for all of this which was amazing and it turned out that I had dangerously high prolactin in their in their words Um, and from there that gave me such a huge thing to work with having that diagnosis but still they did nothing they just said oh just remove stress from your life that's all you need which yes was the answer but also you know from the advice I'd got from the naturopathic doctor I worked with supplements I worked with different vitamins I did seed cycling I did Mm. all these things and if I hadn't done any of that and none and no none of this I wouldn't be here now having healed it and have healthy prolactin levels so when I actually went back and had my blood test I think it was six months later they were like what have you what have you done here you've actually got it to the balance level what did you do and I told them and they were like good for you and I was like right go tell people tell people these things tell people (laughs) tell people right but 
the system isn't really set up for, for us to, to succeed. Right. There's a lot of things that, you know, they want you on a, they want you on the pill. They want you on prescriptions and it's unfortunate, but I'm so glad you had that experience because it's very similar for me. Like most people, they say, Oh, you're fine. There's nothing wrong. Or then it's like, they start doing the healing and then they go to their doctor and the doctor's like, what have you been doing? Just like your experience. And they're like, well, you wouldn't do this. So I went and saw someone else. And this is, it's like, they're shocked that it's possible that you could heal or make the change. Right. When like our bodies are always trying to heal, our bodies are miracles, but we just haven't been educated. And then we get in our own way with the self-sabotage, with the burnout, the people pleasing, like all of these things that, you know, we don't learn to heal, just keep impacting our health on all five planes. Yeah. And um, I've been learning recently, I'm doing Marie Folio's Time Genius course, and she was talking about the impacts of stress. And I think it was like a crazy statistic of like 98% of illnesses are like because of stress. And I thought, this is wild. Like I never knew this. And it's, you know, we live in such a stressful environment anyway, nowadays, like with so much going on in the world, like the last three years, I think we've all been on a traumatic ride together, which we want to get off. And, you know, it's no surprise that this affects our gut, our hormones, our happiness, stress levels, adrenals, like, and we're just never taught this stuff. And I feel like, if there was more information, obviously podcasts like this, great, we're talking about these things, but you know, to just to the everyday person as well, like I feel like it would cause so much more happiness and healing for for so many people. But I wanna talk about the gut now because I loved learning about the gut as well. And I had leaky gut, which I knew nothing about. That's another thing I discovered along my journey, which nobody ever even looked for. Um, So what are the connections between our gut health and hormones? And how does this impact us as women? Oh my goodness, this is such a big one. And they, they essentially fuel each other. So if you've got gut issues, you've probably got hormone issues. And if you have hormone issues, you probably have gut issues now. That doesn't mean that you're, you have to be bloated gut issues. Yes. Bloating is a symptom of digestive issues, but so is acne issues, rosacea, psoriasis, right? So is brain fog. So is low energy. So is heightened PMS or irregular cycles, mood, you know, imbalances. There's all kinds of different symptoms that can be tied to gut health issues. And so what I find the key imbalances I see number one, people don't chew their food thoroughly and they don't calm their nervous system down before they eat. And so then they're, you know, swallowing their food into larger particles and then it hits the stomach and stress medication, overeating caffeine, lower our stomach acid. And then we don't break our food down properly. Um, so then we have malabsorption that happens in the small intestine where we're trying to absorb all of our nutrients. And then you can end up with the heartburn, the reflex and all those kinds of things. And so your body's just in such a stress response, trying to break down your food. And then we can shoot our cortisol through the roof, which is our stress hormone. Um, and the leaky gut piece, right? When we're not chewing our food and digesting and breaking our fats and proteins down properly in our stomach, those bigger food particles are like banging against the intestinal lining. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And eventually make it permeable and little holes are poked through. And then we have all these bits of foods and bacteria going into the bloodstream, which is not supposed to happen. And then our immune system is like, oh my gosh, this isn't supposed to be here. Brings in the whole immune system to clean it out. Right. And then we get inflammation. And so what I find ends up happening, people are like chicken or egg. Well, it's hard to say which ones come first, but the more we have this leaky gut picture, the more of this bacteria and food spilling into the bloodstream, the more inflammation you have, um, the more puffy, the more brain fog, the more it impacts your mood and the more it's going to impact your hormones. And the other big thing that I see is overwhelm the liver and then candida. So gut flora imbalance in the large intestine. It's got to be one of the biggest things I see because everyone has had to take antibiotics. I find multiple times, even sometimes when they didn't need them and then we're not taught how to properly rebalance our gut flora. And then we, you end up with gas, bloating, brain fog, and all kinds of symptoms and so I'd say about 95% of my clients, including myself, had horrible candida upon like, you know, trying to address the physical imbalances going on. And so what that did was it fueled my cortisol really high. So I had my cortisol was 2000 here in Canada. It's supposed to be about 350. So it was very extreme because of the binging, too much exercise. And then my digestive system was really bad. And I see that with a lot of my clients. So essentially the more stress the digestive system the more it puts our body into a stress response and then our cortisol levels usually go up and that's the stress hormone. And I would say every single person I've ever worked with in the last nine years have had elevated cortisol or they're in a burnout where it's far too low. And I find once that happens and we've had inflammation for quite a while, I would say about 80% of my clients end up with underactive thyroid or hypothyroid where the thyroid gets sluggish. The metabolism slows down. You're exhausted in the morning. You gain weight, but you can't lose it. You have cold hands and feet, hair loss, eyebrow thinning, your cycles off. Um, and then the last picture I see, you know, as this stuff continues to unfold is, you know, really low progesterone and estrogen and women aren't getting their period regularly, or it's really irregular and, or their progesterone's, you know, really low, but, but they end up with really high estrogen and then their breasts are really tender weeks before their cycle. They get really warm and puffy. They're having night sweats. They're gaining weight, but they can't lose. And it's really impacting their mood. And of course, the more out of balance, the physical body, the more it impacts our frequency, right? So then, you know, people are frustrated because they aren't manifesting what they want and life isn't unfolding the way they want. They don't feel like they can connect with their body and their intuition the way that they want to. So this is why it's so important to get to those root causes so that we can really balance the body and reconnect. Mm. And it's so, so important. Like, I feel like from going on that health journey, from learning about all the things and taking different supplements, mm. probiotics, everything, like, uh, you know, my friends and family thought I was mad, but I'm like, 
it worked though and like I don't have bloating now and you know I'm that annoying friend now that whenever they have like hormone issues I'm like try this try this oh my god you have to try this and they're like what are you what are you recommending Emma but like it's great that you know so many people are talking about this more and we are you know connecting those dots like you say between stress between the gut between hormones Mm. looking at actually not having a period isn't normal and people are telling us that but it's not normal it's not healthy um and there's I think more and more people are coming off birth control more and more people are opening their eyes to this which is great but obviously it's not great when you've suffered with serious health conditions for years and then there was a simple fix or there was a simple diagnosis or there was other information available um Mm -hmm. so thank you for sharing all of that because I think it's really going to help a lot of people connect some dots with maybe some symptoms that they've been having so what are your top tips Amber for happy hormones my goodness okay number one building out some kind of self-care ritual for yourself where you can actually regulate your nervous system right you can disconnect from technology you can put on relaxing music solveggio frequencies whatever it is to help calm you down and then you can dive into your favorite practices or get to know what your favorite practices are whether it's breath work meditations energy work of some kind EFT tapping, I love because it calms cortisol really quickly, but self-care, get your hormones tested so that you are aware of the numbers. And if your doctor refuses, get a second opinion, keep advocating for yourself until you can get that support Um, and, and know that most doctors will read hormones and say, oh, everything's normal. You're fine. So if you're getting that told to you and you know, everything's not normal, get another opinion because I find the normal range is actually too big and we can have a lot going on in the normal range. Um, deal with emotional eating or binge eating if it's going on for you, because it is a, one of the top stressors for your body on all levels, especially your hormones. So heal your relationship with food because while hormone testing is great and taking certain vitamins, is great for it. If you're in deep self-sabotage, that stuff's not really going to work and you're not going to heal on the level that you are able to. So really deal with deep self-sabotage deal with, you know, an overbooked schedule, because these are the things that as you balance them out, you're going to make it a lot easier for yourself to balance your hormones, balancing out your caffeine consumption as well, I would say. So ideally, hopefully not drinking like five cups of coffee a day or relying on caffeine for energy, because if you are, there's probably some kind of a cortisol issue or something going on that's impacting you. Hmm. And I find as well, like when I went through the whole blood test and blood work side of things, they don't actually just generically test all of your hormones. They kind of test one, but not the other. So I had to be like, no, let's do the whole bunch. Let's see if anything's there. Because that's why like so many times it got missed because they weren't testing for prolactin. They weren't testing for testosterone. Totally. Estrogen and progesterone. And I was like, great, but there's other hormones. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I, and I see that all the time. And that's why I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm done relying on them. And I just like figured out ways to source it myself because it's, you need all the answers and people want all the answers and they don't have to go back and forth to, to 10 times to get them. You know what I mean? So we've got to advocate for ourselves. I think that's one of the biggest things we need to learn how to do is like keep asking and digging and getting what you need until you feel better. Yeah, absolutely. And I find if you have the knowledge and you go in saying, I want a test for X, Y, Z because I think it's this and I have these symptoms and I know that that contributes to that. I find like they're so much more open to it because they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, how do you know that? And I'm like, because I've done my research. (laughs) I listened to this podcast with Emma and Amber and now I know. (laughs) Yeah, 
exactly knowledge is power with them and like you say advocating for yourself explaining and you know saying look I've got these symptoms I think goes a long way with it instead of just saying Mm -hmm. oh I think I have a hormone imbalance I think I've got something there's there's no room for you don't want any room for them to um squirm out of it as such but yeah what are some common causes for hormone and gut imbalances what should we look out for Yeah. Number one, emotional eating or binge eating because of, again, the stress that goes on the body. Number two, antibiotic use really throws that gut flora off. Like I was talking about before it essentially, it kills all the good and bad bacteria because it's clearing out infection, but then the bad bacteria in the large intestine takes over and just colonizes. And so if you have symptoms like brain fog, bloating, gas, low mood, lots of PMS symptoms, um, you're feeling like you're no matter what you try to do, food wise, you feel like you're getting more sensitive to more foods, probably the likelihood of having a candida overgrowth is pretty high. Um, I think some other things are like, man, there's so many things I could go into. I feel like, can you ask the question again? Actually, just, so oh. I just had like a total like brain fog moment. <laughs> Cool. So I was saying, you know, like what are the common causes for hormone and gut imbalances? What should we look out for? Yeah. So that candida that I was just talking about, that is a common cause for high cortisol. So that stress hormone is also adrenal fatigue is another name for it. Also the candida can really fuel thyroid issues because candida fuels inflammation and inflammation looks like swelling, retention, puffiness, heat, pain, um, or redness. And so most of us have inflammation to some level. And the more inflammation we have, the more we stress the body out and we produce more cortisol as well. Um, so to me, like if there's gut stuff going on, those are precursors to what may be feeling some of your hormone imbalances. And then I find with causes for hormone imbalances, again, emotional eating too high of caffeine consumption. Um, I really find there's this emotional component of unworthiness and not feeling good enough. So the proving the people pleasing, overbooking your schedule, perfection, nothing ever being good enough, body image issues. That's a huge one because if you're fighting with your body and you're in self-sabotage, whether it's diets, restriction, starvation, over-exercising and using those things to punish yourself or you're punish, punishing yourself with overconsumption of food, that is a massive stressor for both gut and hormone imbalances. Um, so dealing with body image issues, learning how to build your worthiness is so important and and stopping the fight with your body because she unconditionally loves you. Um, the overbooked schedule just, it just burns out the nervous system and it really depletes not only our cortisol levels, but the more our nervous system is overwhelmed, then it depletes our B vitamins and your B12, which is your energy vitamin gets really depleted and your vitamin D and your iron and your ferritin and your magnesium, like your precious minerals, they all get depleted as well. So this is why it's important to understand that it's not only these things are fueling gut and hormone issues, but it's also depleting other really vital nutrients in your body that can contribute to more fatigue, more brain fog, more mood issues, more low energy. So I would say that those are some of the top things that I see. The biggest number one cause though, is the negative ego voice in the head that's governing you and continuing to tell you you're not good enough and you push harder, try harder, look better. Because your thoughts, as you know, your thoughts and beliefs are dictating the way you behave and show up in the world and the way you are or aren't taking care of yourself. Mm, and they create your reality too. This, yes, <laughs> they do. <laughs> so um, yeah, there's lot, there's lots to take away here and lots to digest and lots to work with, which I think is amazing. But my last question to you today then, Amber, is what is one piece of life advice you'd like to leave my lovely listeners with? 
Oh my goodness. Be more gentle with yourself. If you are going through any of this, try to have compassion for your body. She's really doing the best she can with what she's been given. And she's not out to get you. She unconditionally loves you. She is a teacher and she wants to take you on this healing journey and teach you about your hormones, your gut issues, your self-sabotage, your negative thoughts, so that you can come home to who you really are in your natural state, which is this beautiful soul living in this body, you know, being in love with herself and, and living her best life. And that's really what this journey is meant to unfold to. I love that. That's lovely. And it's so true. And I think with all healing work, it is that coming home to yourself, knowing yourself, yeah. finding peace with yourself. So I think the body is something that's so commonly missed out of healing because mm-hmm. we just think, well, it's emotional, it's psychological. And yes, that's true. And sometimes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, spiritual too. But I feel like going along my healing journey, I always used to just focus on that spiritual and then focus on the cognitive. And it was only when I really, really focused on the body and looked at, you know, trauma trapped in the body, the hormones and everything we've spoken about that I really saw the huge results because I was Mm -hmm. working with all three. I wasn't just working with the one and hoping that that was going to work and, you know, ignoring the others as such. So I think it's such a, yeah, such an important part of the healing process. So that's why I was so excited to have this conversation today because I know it's going to resonate with so many people but um, but where can everyone find you if they want to learn more about your work yeah totally so my website is amberapproved.ca I have a free emotional eating quiz there and if anyone wants to connect and talk about any of these things and explore the path I offer a body freedom consultation. I also have my podcast, which I'm so excited to have you on. It's the No Sugar Coding Podcast, available on all apps. And then, of course, my website. And then I'm on Instagram. And my handle is my name, at Amber Romaniuk, R-O-M-A-N-I-U-K. Amazing. And I will, of course, put a clickable link to Amber's website and Instagram in the description below. So you have a nice, easy, clickable link to go and check her out. But thank you so much, Amber. It's been so much fun talking all things hormones. We're going to go and create happy hormones now. Yes. So thank you so much for sharing your pearls of wisdom with us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. So thank you so much for joining me for another one of my podcasts today. I really hope you've enjoyed Amber and I's conversation. As always, you can find a clickable link to Amber's work in the description below. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching, my videos, my books, or anything else that I have to offer, you can find it all at emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can check out my Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fantastic week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.